You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of Your New Puppies Podcast. I'm Debbie, and today, well, we're going to talk about my dogs and how my dogs are far from perfect, and I don't care. Now, I struggled with this when I was training to be a trainer because my dogs do. They have behavior quirks, and for some households, they would be exactly what a trainer would be called in for. But I quickly got over it because I live in the real world. If I don't care about a behavior, as long as my dogs are healthy and happy, then so what? You know, these are my dogs. They only have to live with me. They don't have to live with my sister who they drive insane when they bark all the time. So the whole point to this episode is that I want you to take it easy on yourself because your dog does not need to be perfect. So let me give you a couple examples. My dogs bark out the window at everybody who walks by, especially if there's a dog. And for most people, that would be, oh, heck no, we can't have this. But see, I don't care. First, dogs barking is like background noise to me. And I know that's not the truth for most people, but for me, it is. And I live on... A busy street, but I'm also the only house on this street. So I want people to know I have dogs and I want people to know I have big dogs and I want them to know that they bark at strangers. So I'm fine with them barking out the window at people. And sure, I could teach them to stop, but you know what else works? Closing the blinds. Then they stop. Then they can't see anything to bark at because. I feel like real life with a dog is a combination of training and management. You know, it's the difference between do I spend the time and the energy to stop this habit or do I just close the blinds? For a lot of people, they would want to stop the habit. For me, I'm just going to close the blinds. I know how to stop it. Uh, Just that's not where I want to put my energy. Now, when I first got Lucy, I had a big problem with her that she would not come inside if she was outside off-leash. And I have a very large backyard, so it became a real big problem. And I spent months, months getting her to come inside when I needed her to. I would be out there for a half an hour following her around the yard, getting her to go inside. And, you know, after a few weeks, it would take me 20 minutes Before she learned, I'm not giving up, she has to go inside. And then now, I still have to go and get her. Sometimes I just have to step outside and she's like, okay, and comes running in. But it doesn't take me 20 minutes anymore. It takes two seconds. It took a lot of time and a lot of energy for me to teach her that. But it was worth it because now I can let her out without worrying, am I going to be able to get her back in? To give you another example, my sister, who is very supportive and I know listens to this podcast. Hi, Lisa. She does not feed dogs off her plate. 
her own dogs, my dogs, anybody's dogs. She does not share her food. And guess what? Dogs don't beg from her. They learn very quickly she's the wrong person to look for for food from. But when she cooks, she'll throw her dogs a scrap or two. You know, some vegetable or something she's chopping up. So she always has a dog at her feet when she's cooking. That's fine for her. She doesn't mind it. For some people, it might be the opposite. They don't want the dogs under their feet while they're cooking, but they're fine with them drooling in their lap. No, it's not hurting anybody. The dog is fine. The person's fine. But one household, it might be a bad behavior. Another household, it's fine. So I'm not saying that you should let all your dog's bad behavior go and just deal with it. Not even for a second. Also, I do think you should be considerate of guests. You know, if you have a very large, jumpy dog or a barking dog, you know, especially if you have children or or older, you know, like grandma coming in. It's all about what your priorities are and understanding that your priorities are going to look very different than other people's priorities. So the picture of a perfect puppy is going to be different for every family. That's why the name of my puppy course is Your Perfect Puppy and why I concentrate on teaching you the foundation of your relationship together. So then you can take that and teach your dog the behaviors you want. But I don't want you to worry about the picture of a perfect dog. Your dog isn't there to impress your neighbors. It's not there to make your mom happy or your dad happy. He's there to make you happy. And as long as you're content in your relationship with him, as long as he's enriching your life, he's happy, he's healthy, you're enriching his life, then your dog doesn't have to be perfect. I'm giving you permission to give yourself a break. And sometimes it's just closing the gate to the kitchen instead of driving yourself crazy to stop your dog from countersurfing. Or getting a lockable garbage can instead of driving yourself crazy teaching your dog not to dump over the garbage. And that is all I have for you today. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to your new puppies podcast. Learn more about us at playtimepaws.com. Hello, Debbie here. I just wanted to pop back in to let you know about my brand new four-week puppy course. So if you're thinking about getting a puppy or maybe you already have one, this is my new four-week course where I go over all the stuff that you need to get through puppyhood. So it's a lot of stuff that I talk about on the podcast, but I go into greater detail and throughout the course, you have direct access to me to answer all of your questions. And there's even an option for a one-on-one training video session with me throughout the course. So if you're interested, you can head over to playtimepause.com forward slash puppy, and I hope to see you over there. Bye for now.